Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's a drunken soiree in the whiff Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing with your handsome, sexy host, oh, Stuart. Stuart with him. Damn. Thank you. And the guy who looked like he's just brushed his hair with a balloon is Chris Glasson. <laughs> oh, are you all right, Glasson? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. It was my girlfriend's birthday yesterday. It all went well. She hasn't split up with me. I cooked, I baked a cake and it was really delicious. Her words. As much as I, I wanted to slag it off, it, it looked really good. Yeah, I did a good job. I did a good job. First ever real cake. I thought I'd done one before, but I've actually only ever done cupcakes before. Mm. I did a red velvet cake, so I didn't I didn't fuck about. I went in and yeah, it just came out how it was supposed to come out. I was like, fuck. <laughs> didn't burn good it. Skills, it was, man. Yeah, so no, it was lovely. I think Molly had a nice day as as far as anyone who who's having their birthday. Um during this isolation period, and it's going to be quite a lot of us. So, uh, yeah, mm. yeah, it was cool, man. How are you? Okay. Yeah, man. Like all, all good. Had a little Zoom catch up with uh, Cunt and the gang last oh, night. Oh, nice. And uh, DJ Destruction. Oh, wicked. Of course, you uh, said you was going to have a drink up and that. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a had a, had a couple of glasses of vino yeah. uh, with them, and then we was doing like the pop bubble listening parties mm. as well this week. Oh yeah, so, I saw um, that. Yeah, we, we've been. It was Rich Wilson's one last night, and um, and the football ramble one, and we got Kate Thornton's one tonight. Cool. Um, so th- they'll all be done by the time this comes out. But um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been been doing. A nice run this morning, uh, and as I said to you a minute ago, went for a, bumped into um, uh, Wargie from War and Peace, mm-hmm. and. Uh, had a little stroll around the, the park uh, was, with him. Was he faster and fitter than you? Who won? Who won? Did, did you uh, well, I'd already, ha- I'd already like, took the dog out and had my run. And, and so I'd done my run first. And then when I bumped into him, he was... Um, I, I will give him credit. Uh, he had a rucksack full of weight. Oh, fucking uh, hell. So, yeah, he was, uh, he was on it as well. All right. Oh, um, needless to say, in, in much better shape than myself. So... <clears throat> Before we get on with today's podcast, let's do some thank yous, yeah? Thank you. Thank thank you very much for being our sponsors. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very, thank you very, 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 mu- very much. Thank you very much, Luke and Charles. Thank you very much. So, Luke's been in touch with some more ideas. I've read uh, it late last content. night. It looks great, yeah. So, mm. yeah, it looks incredible. So, that would be so really be, cool. 
there'll be some exciting stuff coming your yeah, way uh, from the very talented fingers of uh, Luke Van Boom and if of you've Bang been, Boom Creative. And if you've been smart enough to get yourself some beers with our discount code, um, LBHCLP, that's 15% off, and that's from love-beer.co.uk. Get yourself some quality quality alcohol. Do you know what? It's been good. I've seen a lot of our listeners have been doing it. Um, I've seen people, like I've had messages asking for codes. I've also seen people that are putting pictures up of the beer that they've bought uh, from Love Beer. So that's great. And, you know, the obviously Charles is in a situation at the moment, you know, where uh, he can't be doing a lot of what he wants to be yeah. doing, uh, like most of us. But one of the things that I guess a lot of us are doing in lockdown is uh, he's drinking more. Yeah. Uh, and so why not make that, that, that beer be something special. If you're going to try and make the most of your night in and drink something, then don't go and buy four cans of Fosters. Yeah. You know, have have one bottle of beer, but make it a proper decent one. Right. And uh, yeah, and Charles will deliver them to your front door, then come and collect the bottles. Super eco friendly. And uh, and yeah, you get to say hi to Charles as well, mm-hmm. who's been you know a sponsor from way back now. He's offering um, hand jobs as well on that round, but he but he does use a glove, so everything's fine. So just um, you can ask that from Charles. Just say Chris said that that would be fine. And he'll be like, yeah, sure. We've discussed this in advance. All right, cool. Yeah. Today we are doing top five cartoon characters that you would like to see made into a film mm-hmm. starring humans. Yeah. And what humans would you want to play them? Yeah, and this was uh, by uh, Ross, Ross Martin. Thank you very mm-hmm. much, Ross. Thank you very, very, very much. Um, you Can sent... you stop doing that? Sorry. Um, they, he sent over quite a lot of uh, suggestions after he's been. He's had a little bit of a binge, hasn't he? A, yeah, bin, a binge yeah. of us mingers. And, mm. um... That's a great shout, this one. And, mm. and we, we mentioned before we pressed record that actually a little bit harder than we thought to, uh, to come up with these. Yeah. It is, mate. It is, indeed. And that's why my number five... Oh, shout out to 76 producing this. Oh, yeah, he'll be, um, he'll be polishing this turd. Yeah, uh, so my number five starts with a cheat one. You like a cheat one, don't we? Um, do you remember when... Have you ever seen, seen the Thundercats, the movie trailer? No. So about seven years ago, uh, there was a movie trailer for Thundercats, and I was like, oh, finally, all, our, all of our combined prayers have been answered. Watched it, it looked really mm-hmm. good. And then about like two thirds of the way through, I was like, an, an animated film. No, live action. And I was like, about two thirds of the way through, I saw, like, I started realizing, I think I've seen these scenes before. And what it was was fan made, and they just used like very clever like shop effects to make other things from other movies and stitch them together to make it look like a Thundercats movie. But they'd use special effects and that to make the guys look like. Lion, no, no. It was fucking wicked, and um, it was the first fan-made one that kind of tricked me. And we, and and also one of the major ones that I think probably inspired a lot of people to start making fan-made trailers of things that don't exist. And the light, the Thundercats one was dope. It's really good. You can look at it, Thundercats movie on YouTube, and they had uh, Brad Pitt as Lion, and I thought that was a great casting. It looked really cool. And um, they had, I think, Vin uh, Vin Diesel was Panthro. But I'd probably have like someone like Michael Jai White as Panthro. He was in um, Luke Cage. So yeah, I love that one. But that's my first shout. I'd love, I'd love to see that. I'd still like to see uh, 
Brad Pitt as Lino, but he's like, Lino's a bit younger than Brad Pitt. Um, and obviously they're going to be doing special effects to make him look like a giant lion, lion man. But um, he's nearly on the wrong side of acting that role. So they need to hurry up with that, don't they? Obviously. So that's my number five, unless you've got anything to add on that. Never saw him shit, did you? You never did. No. Um, I don't know if they penned that as, a, as an episode. And, I know, um, I'm just thinking, you know, it, it wasn't very real. And I no. just think they could have made it a little bit more realistic where you would be a bit more believable if maybe Lionel was in a litter tray, like, just having a little clear out. And do you know what I'm saying? No, like, keep no, it real. no, no, no one knows what you're saying here, Stu. This has gone too far to keep it real because in none of your movies do you watch them have shits. God, no, did I have a shit in shame? Is there a scene where one of them's on the toilet having a dump? How no. about in right? How about in fucking? Let's pick pick anything with Paddy Considine in, right? Is there any scene where he's taking a shit? No, but no. you don't need to suspend your imagination in them films because they're real. So, so, so would that help you suspend your imagination in one of these fantasies? If there was a, if there, if we were, if there was a litter, if they haven't even got to use it, just as a litter tray in the corner. <laughs> if there was a round in Warhammer, which was everyone, you have to pick out what one of your guys needs to take a turd. Would that make everything <laughs> fine? Would you suddenly be like, oh, it's the shit round. Someone's going to shit their pants. Fine. I think I'll be okay. a bit more on board, right. yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we're getting further. We're getting further into that. Um, what's your number five then, mate? Um, I'm going to go... F- I'm going to start with um, Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. Amazing. Right. Okay. And, uh, and I think Nick Helm would play a really good Captain Caveman. Who's Nick Helm? Can you... Right, so Nick, Nick Helm um, is in uh, a comedy called Uncle. Um, he's on lots uh, of, kind yes. of panel shows. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's bra- you know, when you see his, sort of, his live stuff, he's uh, very aggressive, right. you know, quite dishevelled in his appearance. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think just his kind of... Um, his look and his uh, angry comedy would make mm. for a really good Captain Caveman, because Captain Caveman was pretty aggy and uh, shouted yeah, a lot, yeah. got wound up, and uh, and looked a little bit rough around the edges, which, uh, yeah. yeah. He was quite handy with a club, wasn't he, as well? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If they wanted to go like more upmarket and spend a bit more money, I think if you put a beard on Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones, I think he could probably pull it off as well. He was uh, John Snow. I think he could yeah. do a Captain Caveman quite good. Or even The Hound, which is you, you, look, you, as we know. I think you could play it. Let's film it. He's too small, Captain Caveman. Oh, he's quite he, short. He was quite, yeah. he, he was quite short, yeah. This, this is true. Uh, uh, good point. Good point. I, yeah. know what, I know what I was thinking. Yeah, I think Nick Helm would uh, nail that. And uh, I can't remember how the Captain Caveman theme went. Uh, I know it just started with him going, Captain Caveman. See, these are 70s cartoons, so they're a little bit before your time, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is a little bit, yeah. So as I look through my list, one, two, three, four, yeah, all of mine are 70s. Are they? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, one's been remade since. Um, yeah. What's your, what's your four? I would like to see this is my only one that's more that's more that era it's 80s is Banana Man 
And I think a lot of I think a lot of people could play Banana Man, but he's got that little bum chin, hasn't he, Banana Man? And yeah. I, and I think if Henry Cavill ever fell out with like DC doing Superman, I think he could effortlessly find himself playing Banana Man in an ill film. Banana Man's well way better than Superman. Exactly, it's a step up in many ways, and you know I think Henry Cavill's probably got a bit of a bit of a sense of humour. I think he could he could troll everyone by going from The Witcher and Superman to actually Banana Man, and just playing a guy who eats bananas and as like he's, you can't really see all his muscles and that because he's well he was quite muscly obviously Banana Man, but it's just like yeah, but he had er, those... er, er, Eric wasn't though was Eric he? Eric weren't no. Eric weren't. They might have to do some special effects to shrink his frame down and that, but they've done that. They did that in Captain America. But I think just matching up their chins, I think he could pull it off. They might need to add a little bit of prospect. I think John Travolta could make a good Banana Man as well. Yeah, it's good shape. He's got, he's got a big head, hasn't he? He's got a fucking fat head, hasn't he? And he's got a bum chin as well. One or the other. Uh, Kirk Douglas, he had the uh, the ultimate bum he chin, does. didn't he? He does. He's just so old. I mean, 100 and, 102, I think, Kirk Douglas is. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm, Kirk, I'm gonna verify. That was a little bit of guesswork, but he's over 100 for sure. Kirk gonna t- Google that. tweeting. I did the best guesswork the other day. Molly was so angry. We downloaded on the PS4 Trivial Pursuit. And one of the rounds is you've just got a. It said, name all the cats in the show Cats. And Molly went and got one right. Then I went and got one right. And then she went again and got it wrong. And then I picked seven in a row out of the options that were correct. And I didn't have a clue. And to get seven correct on the bounce was uh, supreme guesswork. How old is he? Does Google go back that far? Um, oh, he died in February. You fucking rude cunt. Hundred and three. Oh Jesus! Well done, Kurt. Uh, Going to be tough to get him on board. Then we'll have to settle for Travolta or um, Cavill, I believe. That's my number four. What's your number three? Okay, let's uh, let's have a look. What have I got? What have I got? Um, right. Um, I'm going to go uh, for Hong Kong Fui. Okay. Uh, and I want Conor McGregor to play him. <laughs> Okay, explain. So, uh, Hong Kong uh, Fui yeah. was uh, lad, irritating, brash, mm. yeah, uh, and uh, was obviously half decent at martial arts, yeah. Uh, but uh, but fundamentally, the the cat solved all the crimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think when I was thinking of like who would play Hong Kong Fui, I just think who is <laughs> Double Andy. A gobshite, <laughs> you know, bit annoying. I yeah. thought Conor McGregor would nail that. Yeah, I'd like to see him wear that as well. I'd really like to see him wear the, you know, I've had to the re- red remind gi. myself what he's wearing, but he's, it's a red gi, isn't it? Yeah. And also, it'd be slightly, you know, it'd be racist as well, and I think that's right up McGregor Street, really, in many ways. He likes to so, act like he's not racist, then then he says quite racist stuff quite a lot of the time doesn't he I so, don't know I've, I've, does he he's done some things that are a little bit that, that were, I wouldn't say they weren't funny but they weren't probably um, <laughs> they probably weren't appropriate um, when he was having that he was having a slaggy match with um, uh, Khabib 
and and Khabib had a go at him, and then um, Connor posted a picture back of Khabib's uh, wedding day and said, "You've married a tea towel because his wife was wearing a fucking burqa." And it's like, mm. yeah, exactly. It's like obviously, there's you can't not say that there's not a set, there's a there's not a humorous insight in that. But is it really appropriate? And he always goes around saying about how he loves different countries. And it's just so obvious that he's just saying that because that's how you get fans. And then he's obviously sitting and then often says quite um, quite edgy things. So I think him dressed up and doing a bit of, a lot of cultural appropriation as a, as, a, as, a, as a karate expert dog. You do get quite a few fighters kind of... Um probably not necessarily meaning to be homophobic, but you get that quite a lot. They use the F word quite a lot. And and you just think, come on, lads, don't I, need to go there I, anymore. I, no, I think that the thing is, though, and because cause, uh, Pip gets quite upset about this, and I understand why. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that what, what, we, what, what we don't realise is that a lot of the time, then... You know, some of these fighters and that, they're not sat there on the forefront of progressiveness and on Twitter all day looking into people's rights and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that that doesn't mean people shouldn't be called out for it either. I'm just saying I sort of understand why it happens, but why it's important to also call it out. Yeah, but when you've got people like Michael Bispin saying it, that's it. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's he's it. media trained, you know, the, or, you know, he's, he's spent, when he's a presenter now, and, you know, he when he called. Rockhold was it or, or one of you know you yeah, do think it was come on man you know better than that like I genuinely you know. don't think he did at the time and I think he does now but he, he should have done I'm not saying he shouldn't have done I think he should have done yeah. he'd been in the game long enough but I, I don't know I think he's he's wisened up a bit more now Bispin um, but um, yeah it's not it's not cool it's definitely not cool uh. But then you want to, you want to. I don't think fighters will be the ones writing out our, our liberal progressive viewpoints. But it doesn't mean to say they shouldn't be following them with the people who do think like that. You know. Yeah, um, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You know, you've got you look at Justin Gagey. Yeah. You know, he's got a degree in social care. He's, he's and, an incredible man. You know, he's he's someone that you know looks looks like he's not the sharpest tool in the box and used to fight like he wasn't the sharpest tool in the box and then you, you scratch the surface. Chuck, um, Chuck Liddell's got a degree in... I think he's in something like social care as well. Mm. And, you know, it's it's amazing that, you know, so, so many you know people are, are quick to kind of pigeonhole fighters as this certain type of people, but there's, you know, you, you have to fight smart a lot of the time and, you know, you have to be smart. Yeah. And, and yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Like there's there's some fucking absolute morons, you know. In, hey, in the, in the... What's his name? Who's the one who beat uh, Cruz? Corn Cody, Cody Garbrandt. Garbrandt, yeah. And, and and he's so supportive of that 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 you know he's he, one of his um, friends who's like the child who's really sick and stuff like that. So I'm not saying that that isn't the case, but. Yeah, there's more. There's more of a leaning towards it being less the forefront of pro- progressiveness. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I uh, Gaethje's um, he's a hero. Hmm. He's 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 the he's an uh, he's an amazing amazing human being for those reasons. Right, what's your? Oh, it's my number three. Yeah. Um, you, I, I I don't watch loads of this, but I do like it. Rick and Morty. 
Do you ever watch Rick and Morty? You ever seen that? Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. it is funny. I don't know if I don't think you'd like it. Really, um, right. but have you seen the characters? Yeah. All right. So Morty's the little kid, and he's like this nervous, awkward child who ends up getting pulled into all these strange sort of like um, hijinks with his uncle. Uh, Rick Sanchez, who's kind of like this crazy, super intelligent scientist who invents, yeah. you know, time traveling, all, all this other great stuff. And it's really funny, it's really witty. Um, and I think that um, the lad who plays, do you remember Stranger Things? Um, you know, the kid who gets the monster inside him in the first season is the awkward, yep. awkward one who they keep accusing him of being gay or something like that. Um, I think yep. him, Joey Schnapp, I think his name is, I think he'd make a great Morty, because he's, he's had all this science fiction sort of training now in sort of film and stuff like that. So I think he'd be great as a Morty. And I think Rick could be played by someone like, um, oh, God, Jim Carrey, I think would make a good Rick, because he's quite intelligent and quite wacky. Um, of course, you'd probably want, I mean, Christopher... Uh, I'm going to get this wrong now and you're going to take the piss out of me because I'm going to say fucking... Who played Doc Scott in Back to the Future? Uh, Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher... No, it weren't Christopher Lee, you little sneak. And I was going to say Christopher Lloyd, but then I'm like, I think that's the uh, guy who does all the uh, the, the theatre shows and shit like that. It is Christopher Lloyd. It is Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, you fucker. I can't trust anything you say. You're thinking now. of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, I mean, I wish you would have said that. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, man, I hate myself. I get so confused with names. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, mate, I'm not... It's not my strong point. Um, yeah, I think Christopher Lloyd would have done, but he's probably... He's, I don't think he's probably the right age now, is he? Who knows? No, no. Rick and Morty. I do recommend it, mate. It's, it's really good. Jordan's got a bloody yeah. tattoo on her arm, isn't she? But Jordan Gray. Yeah. Um, and she's... You should trust what she thinks. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. She's got, you know, good taste. There you go. That's my justification. Yeah. She's got more brains than us, isn't she? Yeah, basically, put together. My number three is Mr. Ben 
Oh, okay. I, I've been, yeah, I remember Mr. Ben. I like Mr. Ben. I didn't, it was obviously quite old. Um, old school. But I still remember Mr. Ben. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool. Who are you going so for? Mr. Mr. Ben was a man that was very smartly dressed, suit, bowler hat, uh, and was would walk into um, a shop, uh, and the shopkeeper would appear, uh, and Mr. Ben would go into the changing room, and then in that changing room, he would then go out of another door, uh, where he would be in a, like another scenario. You'd either be a Red Indian, um, and I just like the fact that it started with. So it's very, it was very, very sort of English, uh, and and Mr. Ben was obviously very well dressed, very well spoken, and uh, I'll be walking down the street to the shop. So I thought Jimmy Carr would play him very well. Wow, he really would. That's a really good shout. I mean, he's not mm. an actor though. That's my only worry. He's, he's not an actor per se, is he? But Jimmy Carr could act. Has, has he ever done? Um... No, I was, I was thinking of the guy who imitated him in, um, what was that uh, comedy series that Jamie Lang ran in? <laughs> that, that, that episode, that is the Jamie Lang episode, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really weird because, let, let's, let's not uh, talk about that because uh, he's in my list. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Well, not Jamie, not Jamie. No, no okay. Yeah, so, um, okay, no, it's a good shout. Trying to think who else could play him. Hmm. Nope, that's just dead air. All right, yeah, rubbish. Just, just cogs creaking around in my brain. Who's a well put together? Alan Cummings could play quite a good Mr. Ben. Remember Alan Cummings? Yep, I don't agree. No? Uh, I mean, what about in. Uh, I mean. What was the Python sketch where uh, John Cleese is walking down the street with a briefcase and the and the bowler hat? He, I think you know young John Cleese would have done a very good job. Yeah, is that like Ministry of Funny Walks or is that another sketch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it might have been that. Might have been that. Yeah. Okay, good shout, good shout. Really, really showing how we watch different animated things here, aren't we? Moving on to my number two is a, a show you wouldn't have seen. It's called Berserk. It's a manga and it's an animation and it's got loads of different story arcs and they're all pretty fucked up. The, f- the one that most people know is the Golden Age story arc that follows the band of the Hulk which is sort of like set in medieval times and there's this band of rogues going around doing mercenary things and cool stuff like that. And it surrounds a guy called Guts as well who was born out of his mum's stomach who was hung and he's cut out of her stomach when she's hung off a tree. So it's quite a dark, it's very dark, his berserk. But it's a really good story. Um, and the guy who writes it, he still hasn't finished it, and it's, he's been writing it for about 20 years, and he releases, like, a book every year, and everyone's, like, praying he doesn't die before he gets to the end of the story arc. Go on. Question. What happens at the end of the first book? Oh, mate. Well, at the end of the Golden Age, it's proper. It's, I can't really talk about it because it's so gruesome. It's all tied up and finished, though, yeah? No. It's not off. No, it's not finished. I mean, it's 20, they've done about 20 graphic. No, they've done. I mean, it's it's been going for 20 years, mate. It's still not finished. What if. What if you die tomorrow? Then you're fucked. That's just shit. 
it's quite hard work, isn't it? Why can't why why didn't he like just think? Oh, do you know what? I'll write twenty books yeah. and then I will put them all out, and then people can read them all. But they've got good stories in. Like each one has like mini little story arcs, but the overriding story, each story arc's got a start and a finish. But they're all precluding to bigger things. It's not a finish. It's not a finish. It's not a happy ending. I don't closure. think it'll be. It, there's, is there closure? Not yet. I think. Yet. I think, despite how dark it is, I do think there might be a slightly. What? Bit of what if he ending. dies halfway through? No, writing that's it. One. That's what everyone's worried about. Oh, it's just pointless. It's really good, though. Just mate. pointless. No, I mean I don't know that it is, but like, just do one book and make it a good one. Well, I mean, this comes back to like lots of things that you like. They can't just do you can't just do one movie. If they just done one Star Wars, you'd have missed your favourite Star Wars. Yeah, that's all good, all well and good. But like, once it got to Return of the Jedi, I would have happily left it there. And yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, because they're going to keep making them, and some of them are going to be good, and some of them ain't. And it's like, nah, leave it all alone now. Like, I, I just like things to be done and finished with, and on to the next thing. <laughs> Why don't he finish that book and then just think, oh, do you know what? Um, I might, um, I might, I might start doing, um, I might start writing some books about flower arranging or basket weaving in the Andes, something like that. And like, just move forwards, you know, evolve. Don't keep rehashing the same old shit for twenty years, but not giving anyone an ending. Right, I got a funny. I probably. Sus- I want a happy ending. I suspect. <laughs> I suspect. That in one of the books in Berserk, someone's been taking a poo. Does that change your opinion on this? A little bit. Yeah, I thought so. Um, and who would I want to play Guts? I think um, a good person for Guts would be Carl Urban. Even though he's a bit old, he did do great in Judge Judge Dread, Dread 3D. And I think... Carl, uh, what's his name? Carl Urban. No one's second name is Urban. It is. He's in The Boys. You wouldn't have seen that, the TV show. The, the, I have seen the TV right, show, he's, The he's, Boys. He's Billy the Butcher. He's Bill the Butcher in that. But his real name's not Urban. It is Carl Urban. That's his... I don't know if that's his real name. That's his acting name. Keith Urban. That's not a real name. Carl Urban. For God's sake. Let's see. Let's Wikipedia it. Carl uh, Urban. He, he was, he was real Dr. name. He was Dr. McCoy. In a, yeah, I'm not bothered about that. What was his real name? <laughs> Is it, is it something like Jones or Davis? He was born in New Zealand, another little fun mm-hmm. fact, in 1972. So he's just just a, just a smidgen younger than you. Um, he's older than me, you prick. I know, that's called uh, a joke. <laughs> and um, I can't see if he's ever changed his name. Oh, birth no. name! <laughs> Oh no, sorry, that's not what I thought it was. No, it is Urban, but his middle name's Hines. Carl Hines Urban. So I could love that. I love that he's got Hines in his name. Um, yeah. Ridiculous name. Um, okay, Carl Urban. Berserk. My number two. Yeah, go on. Then. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Oh, who are you gonna do? Pick this out then. Mm. Tom Davis. From murdering successful. Oh, <laughs> very good. Yeah. Uh, or, or King Gary. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think he's lad. He's funny. Yeah. He's massive. Yeah. And I just think they're all things that that, that Tom Davis is, and 
and and I think I'm loving Tom Davis at the moment. He's been having some amazing uh, lockdown Instagram chats with uh, Rom. Really? Where they're just letting each other have it, <laughs> where it's really really funny. Um, yeah, I just I just I think he's great, and uh, and and I just think if you're going to play, uh, I mean what what. He's a rooster, right? Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, I would have thought he's a rooster. I, what I what I think is, uh, what I'd want to know is, do you think there's going to be a massive demand for Foghorn Leg, Leghorn? Do you think like everyone's screaming out for it? Do you think that's what the world wants and needs right now? I'm not saying we're going to write twenty books about it. I think we could just do like you know a short film. Mm, okay, all right. I'm just trying to figure out if he's a fucking. He looks like a rooster, right? Jesus Christ. Rooster, yeah, tall, overweight rooster. I think you could play him, actually. I'm not an actor. This is true. I I don't want an act. I want the real thing, though, Stu. I I was thinking about some comedians that that I know and what roles they play. I think Rich Wilson would play a really good Garfield. Yeah, yeah. He'd have to, like... Garfield's got an American accent, though, so he's going to have to... Well, no. um, Foggle Leghorn's got a, 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 a very deep South American accent. This is true. This is true. Whereas Tom Davis and Rich Wilson talk like us. Yeah, sexy. Sexy talk. Oh, is that, is that, is that <laughs> what dialect we speak in? Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, so sexy, actually. Just yeah. when you see Essex people on the TV, other than Towie, I still think we... I think we're pretty great, really, in TV shows. I think people. Yeah. I think we. I think Essex people are pretty wonderful. Um, do you want to hear my number one? Yeah, I do. He man. I want that. Dolph Lundgren. No, that's yeah, but that's ages ago. You can't have it again, can you? Like I think if they redid it, they like you could really easily have put Lionel as this person as well. But I think Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy could do a good He Man because he's bodied up. He's a Hollywood yep. A-lister. He's perfect for He-Man. He, he could easily pull off the sort of like slightly, depending on what way they went with He-Man, because He-Man, the animation, he was quite camp. And I think, mm. I think, I think Chris Cat could really play, could really do that really well. But I've just found out when I was looking into this that they've, they're doing a Masters of the Universe in 2021. The screenplay's been written by the guys who did Iron Man, which obviously launched the Marvel Universe. Um, but they've picked some dude called Noah Centineo I've never heard of. So, my wish will never come true. Um, I've never seen the original. What, with Dolph Lundgren? Are you crazy? I mean, I probably would have been about... What year did that come out? You've got it up in front of uh, you. No, I'll guesswork this. I'm going to say... <laughs> I've, uh, I've got this. 90, I've got uh, this. Uh, 91. Right. I mean, I was DJing in clubs. Yeah, you was get, getting fucking... Yeah, feeding the horse, wasn't you? <laughs> uh, Masters of the Universe. I can't even remember what it was called. I think it was called that movie. Have you got it? Have you found it? No, have you? Oh, fuck me, I was well off. 1987. Oh, right, oh, okay. So yeah. I, I was still at school. Yeah. Got 17% yeah, I, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I would have been 14. 
Yeah, I, I, I just weren't into it. No. Like the cartoon, it was like, I was probably about 12 when the cartoon came out, I suppose. And yeah, I, I watched it a bit, but just weren't, weren't my thing. I don't think I'd want to go back and watch the original cartoon series now. I think it's probably would probably be quite My little shit. brother loved it. He had all the toys and Castle Greyskull and yeah. and all of that. Who plays Skeletor? Oh, what now? Mm. I mean, Jim Carrey could do quite a good Skeletor, I think, to be honest with you. Um, mm. I don't know. Who do you think? Mm. It was Frank Langella originally. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Ross Kemp. <laughs> what, what, what's your number one, mate? Um, Charlie Brown. Okay, yeah, go on then. Uh, Cole Pilkington. That is amazing. That's a really good one, mate. He does look like him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's about as electric as Charlie Brown. Yeah. Like, very subdued. You know, it's always raining. There's always a rain cloud over Carl. And there's always a rain cloud over Charlie Brown. There really is, yeah. Um, and I, I fucking love Charlie Brown. Of course you do. I couldn't think uh, of it. I couldn't think of anything I'd rather watch less than Charlie Brown. Foghorn Leghorn. The um, the early films, the early Peanuts films, like um, where Charlie Brown and the gang go to like summer camp and they go like rafting, them films like when they were on in the summer holidays when I was a kid were just the greatest. And I, I bought one on DVD um, to 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 play the girl, uh, play the girls. They weren't on board. They really weren't on board. What I mean, I know they've happens? Re- what happens? He just kicks a pebble along the floor, doesn't he? That basically no, well, what it's, happens. Not, it's not just him. You've got Peppermint Patty. You've got Snoopy. You've got Woodstock. You've got Linus. You know, you've got Pigpen. There's like, there's, there's a gang, Marcy. There's loads of them. And uh, is that gang yeah. as exciting as like Skeletor's gang or He-Man's gang? No. Yeah, but it's it's real. Oh fucking here we go. We knew that was coming, didn't we? We knew that was coming. Right, how real is it? Because if it's real, you know what I want to see. I want to see. What's that girl in the blue dress? What's her name? Uh, she got glasses on. No. She's uh, got a blue dress. He's, oh, I don't know. I mean, I can't see what you're looking at. I presume it's Marcy. I think his sister was called Lucy. I, I, I want to see that girl in a blue dress um, take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there must have been a couple of episodes where Snoopy, you know... <laughs> did a poopy. Maybe he did. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But he would have been in his little, like... In his kennel. I don't know what is going on with you on lockdown, mate. Stop visualising animals taking shits. <laughs> but yeah, I just think, and 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 I really like. He's very reflective, um, Charlie Brand, and uh, and yeah, and I like his kind of his thoughts, and and I just equally adore Cole Pilkington. Love his thoughts. Love his reflective nature on how he will just find parallels between the most bizarre things to someone that lived on his hands in his state when he was growing up. And I just think it would be brilliant. He would be the best Charlie Brown ever. Like, you know, he's, he's short. He's got, you know, obviously as Ricky and Steve point out, he's got a completely round head uh, as yeah, did Charlie Brown. Yeah, he's got a P head, isn't like, he? 100%. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah, that's my number one, man. 
Cole Pilkington. I mean, we've recently been re rewatching Idiot Abroad. Uh, it's fucking brilliant. It's so good. Like, did you ever watch them? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw some of them. They are really good. Yeah, hundred percent. Just, just I, I, I just love it. I love his wisdom. Um, obviously, you don't listen to podcasts, but um, when he was on Distraction Pieces, just fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And like, yeah, I've, I just find him fascinating. And uh, and knowing, you know, that he started off as just the guy in the engineering room in in XFM. And Ricky and Steve used to pick on him, and then they gave him a mic, and then obviously they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> this guy is spectacular!" And then obviously, you know, they've made him a very successful yeah. and hopefully wealthy man, you know, yeah. through terrorising him. And uh, yeah, I, I think he's great. Like, I really enjoy Sick of It, his new show, um, and I think he'd, he'd, he'd be a perfect Charlie Brown. How old? How old is he? I reckon he's a couple of years younger than me. Right, so that's um, him. So he's he's like forty seven, forty eight, and he's wearing and he's he's dressed as a, a kid. So basically, like you in that uh, streetwear top. Well, uh, weirdly, um, I mean, when it comes to bands that dress like teenagers, that's pretty much. Your field, isn't it? Like you would have grown up listening to things like Offspring, uh, 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 yeah. and an Offspring. I mean, they were about fifty in the nineties, and like they'd wear like three quarter length like skate shorts, and and it was like, come on, mate, you probably got grandkids. What, what's, what's with the outfit? Like, yeah. Uh, was you a fan of Offspring? I don't know why. She's using it as a term of abuse, really. Not really. Uh, yeah, I, I, I quite liked uh, Self-Esteem and Smash. Quite like that record. Like yeah. most, most kids did. Most fucking 15-year-old kids did at my age. You know, it was quite cool. But as as you got older, you started seeing the cracks. Yeah. The yeah. creepy cracks. Yeah. Speaking of um, cracks and uh, and Smash. I've got to go and uh, fill in your mum's. Oh, yeah. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within.
Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.